This is Channel 253. Channel 253 is sponsored by Alaska Airlines. I'm Nate Bowling, and I fly Alaska. To book your next trip, go to alaskaair.com. What say you? Real sisters. Real talk. you down-to-earth conversations between sisters about life work family and the pursuit of an anti-racist community hi i'm audrey and i'm melanie what What say say you i'm so excited sister that we're together to Start this podcast journey. I know. I can't believe it. It's like deja vu. Mm-hmm. I can't believe that we are back on the mic together. Yeah. Together again. Yes. So it's like I'm Melanie Denise Cunningham. And I'm Audrey Louise Cunningham. And you're listening to the, the Community Com- Perspective, Perspective Show. Show. You remember that? I do remember that. <laughs> but now we can say I'm Melanie Denise Cunningham. And I'm Audrey Louise Cunningham. And you're listening to What, what Say You. you? I called you up and said, ooh, we, we should bring back our community, community perspective days. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, community perspectives. That's when we were on 104.9 FM. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, in reflection, I think that we provided a service to the community. Yeah. Well, it was community perspective. So mm-hmm. it was a way for us to talk about not only the the local community, but things that were happening in the larger world community. And being being a call-in show, Mm -hmm. we were able to hear the different perspectives. And uh, so when you called about reviving, if you will, community perspectives, I thought, yeah, Mm -hmm. why not? We all have a voice and some, you know, being able to raise questions and share perspectives uh, on anything about life can only be helpful to everybody out there who is going through. And we all go through something every single day. Oh, girl, we going through. I mean, the nation is going through right now. There's so much hate going on and. Uh, you know, just passing through my life on a daily basis, the the dilemmas that people are facing, ethical dilemmas. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Things that things that get at the core of values and beliefs, and how you turn blind eyes to things for the sake of a cause like politics or just tribal. I don't know what. To well, say. I'm looking at I'm looking at our show to be about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And I guess I would sum it up as our show is about life and living and the joys, the dilemmas, the sorrows that we all go through about life. There is always going to be someone out there, people out there who are going through. And I think that people would like to hear 
about us going through, because mm. there's going to be people out there that identify with many of the topics <laughs> that we talk about, because we're just regular now. We are super regular. We are regular, but sometimes the extra comes. Okay, let me insert in there. We got issues. We got issues. So I Just think, like everybody else, we are identifiable. Right. We are relatable. I think we have range. Absolutely. And, and the fact that we do have range from brings a lot of different perspectives and I think that folks will enjoy I at least their their vessel is open their heart is open to receive the sometimes hard talk and harsh talk mm-hmm. that has to be said and so why not us say it why not why well, not? we say it anyway we're mm-hmm. just saying it in a, in a you know on a different avenue which is the root of what say you what say you real sisters real talk real talk and you're my sister aren't you my well, sister I'm the oldest though. well yeah we let's make that clear yes let's you are keep the that real. oldest oh, no, stop. elder <laughs> okay i receive elder though okay. i'm just coming from a a retreat in my uh, educational journey just this past week, I went to Gabriola Island in Canada, and we had a presentation from the, um, uh, oh my gosh, First Nations people. I'm, I'm going to remember the tribe in a minute. It just left my head. But they talked about the importance of the, the elders mm-hmm. in the ecosystem. And here was a new term for me, the knowledge keepers of community okay. of the tribe of the world. So people getting a lot of selective amnesia these days. They forgetting all kind of stuff. Like on that island, the the white people walking around forgetting that they stole the land from the oh. First Nation people. And girl, they came up with a new word what talking is it? about they are preemptive. What? Preemptive owners. Preemptive owners. Preemptive land owners. Who said that? That's how the narrative goes now. Girl, stop. Wait a minute. Girl, I'm telling you, the narrative is preemptive. That's the language that they use to describe themselves of being the landowners, um, having taken the the land from the first people. Oh, no. Sanaimo. Sanaimo people. We just yeah. put a. We just so they we just got to make up another label. Mm. That's that's what we're doing now. That's what that's what we really? did. And then all this thing about let's acknowledge the lands that we're standing on. Yeah, I'm glad that you're acknowledging that. And I really don't take value away from that. But damn it, what you going to do? You giving the land back? Right. <laughs> you going to acknowledge I, and then forget. It's oh, like, don't no, no, go don't. there with mm-hmm. me. <laughs> you know, when I went to, um, when I was in Oregon, Portland, downtown, this was a couple months ago. I didn't tell, I don't think I told you about this. But I got lost trying to find. I so I took the train, and then I'm dragging my bag down the street because mm-hmm. I need to find me a get a salon to get my nails done. And oh. I had I had found one the last time I went. Diva. But that yeah. But uh, that shop was closed. So I'm walking around downtown Portland trying to find me another shop. But I ran. I got lost. Mm-hmm. And so there were these uh, two men sitting on a literally sitting on a bench. And I went up to them and I said, excuse me, I'm trying, now i got to find my way back to the station. Mm-hmm. I just had to forget the whole nail thing. Excuse me, am I close to Union Station? Can you tell me where to go? And they were showing me. And it turned out that they were our indigenous brothers. Two indigenous brothers, yes. right? So I said, I said, I am so sorry that the white people done stole your land. Mm-hmm. Right then and there you said, I said it to them? Just oh, like acknowledge, this. Just acknowledge. Just like this. I, I've, 
you have to. Somebody yes, needs acknowledge. to. So I said, look, my brothers, I'm so sorry that the white people stole your land. And I need to say that to you because I know and that there are many other people out there that know. But I need to look you in your eyes and say, I am sorry that that happened. And anytime I have any way of contributing to getting it back, I will be there for you. You understand? Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, that is so nice. They got up and gave me a hug. Mm. And then the one said, what the, the oldest one said, and I want you to know that I love me some African-American people. Okay. You hear me? Especially African-American women. Are Ooh, you married? Was, girl, was he flirting? <laughs> he was. Oh, he was. But girl. I Say, I tell that story boom. because you don't just get to relabel something no. and act like it didn't happen. No, it's selective amnesia. Yes. I'm telling you. Yes. It was, It. I just didn't believe I heard that. I really didn't believe that I heard that. But then I heard that. That's a wow so moment. So just know that that's out there. Wow. But anytime you are, you know, people find themselves in ceremonial spaces where... The white people are acknowledging the land that they're standing on. You still got to push a little bit. Yeah. It's like, well, you acknowledge it and then what? That's all I'm saying. That's all. Well, that, I think all I I'm think saying. that I real think talk. that real talk, mm. real talk. And I think that's the purpose for our show mm-hmm. to have real talk about real things, about real topics that affect many people. And I, I'm going to say right now, I am not my talk. I am not the subject matter expert Mm-mm. on a whole lot of stuff, but right. I have an opinion and perspective, right. which we all do out there. And I think that, um, you know, for me, I would describe this show as sitting on the couch this Friday. You done invited your friends over. Y'all sitting on the couch. Everybody got their little drink or whatever they do. You eating stuff. And then you're just snacking, talking. And you're just you're snacking talking. and talking. But people forgot how to do that these days. People don't. Do people get together anymore? Mm, I don't think so. They do on Snapchat or something. I don't know. What is that all about? Uh, girl, don't. We have to call. Snapchat. Uh, like you snap at somebody when you're chatting? Girl, stay on point. I'm so okay. I don't know. <laughs> don't even get me going down there. But no, people do not have face-to-face like gatherings or we shouldn't we shouldn't uh generalize but I honestly don't believe that that's happening. And so I like creating a space that because in a podcast format people can listen to us anywhere. Right. We're portable. Mhm. Right? So we need to get into their heads on issues that they are dealing with and give some practical again, you know, I keep drawing on being a, a doctoral student now, a PhD student, my mind is getting blown by all these uh resources that this particular spot in the room going in that room with those scholars opens up. And so they're talking about just ways of knowing and ways of being being mindful of how we how we know what we know where are we getting our information mm-hmm. from we just, have to be mindful of that just because you and especially in this day and age mm. i mean okay so back in the day yes girl preach without giving my age away i'm a teller uh, i'm 59 anyway okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but back in the day 59 you had uh, encyclopedias. Mm-hmm. Oh, we had you, them all on the shelf. Yep, the whole, uh-huh, the whole series. And you had a dictionary. Mm-hmm. And then you had your mama and daddy. Right. Aunties, uncles, if you was lucky. Yep, the village stories. You had your teachers. Because mm-hmm. you talked to them and you liked them. Absolutely. And yes, there was. And they cared about you. Absolutely. 
And there was media in this media exposure in the sense of the television mm-hmm. that had all white people on three it. channels, four channels, and went off at noon uh, at midnight. And then That's the Native no American fuzz. man was crying at the end. Uh, at the end of the day, remember that? Oh yes, with remember the with the one tear coming down. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What was that? Psychological uh, abuse. That it was, I don't remember. Um, it was. I think the intention was good, but it was. Uh, now that I look at it, it was very stereotypical because they had him in his, you know, with the feathers and, he and had everything. Feathers and uh huh, yeah, uh huh. And somebody was polluting the water. That's why he was crying. <gasps> that's remember. It. But that was the same time they had Tarzan too, though. Yeah, you know. But anyway, so we didn't have those were diaper. that girl. <laughs> girl. Talking to the animal. That's a whole nother time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we could talk about. <laughs> so anyway, those oh were our, our village was our where we got our information. Yes, t- we had some exposure to television and, and magazines, but now with social media and you got blogs and. And what's this thing? An iPod? Uh, iPad. A, a podcast. podcast. And a, Girl, we doing a podcast. <laughs> I know. You don't know what we doing. I know. <laughs> and Audrey Louise, all these... this is a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so now that we have all these exposures, you can't believe everything no, you that can't. you see or hear. No. Well, look at him. You know who I'm talking who? about. The person that's president? Yeah, that okay. person. Don't say mm-hmm. the people. I ain't saying his name. No. You don't even, you can't even can't put acknowledge. The, you can't even put the P word in the same reference of him. That person. Just that person. Well, we could make him 45. That person. That person. I'm, I'm going to use that person. So look, look. So when you can't believe everything you hear, that person is the essence of why. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So just the, listen, listen, Linda, listen, Linda, Linda. I don't, just the other day, maybe it was yesterday when he tweeted, Mm -hmm. he tweeted that, uh, uh, that Russia did take a hand in helping him win. He tweeted it. Finally. He tweeted it. He didn't mean to, but that's how dumb he is. Oh. Because he did. So then when they, so it's in called black and white, it. when yeah. they called him on it, he act like he didn't do it. He didn't he say it. He said I didn't do it. So basically he's saying you did not see what you saw. Because mm-hmm, the other, the person that is a legal advisor to that person said truth is not truth. Oh, yeah, yeah. Alternative facts. That's the other person Alternative that is. Alternative truth. Yeah. Truth What's, is not truth. So on this show, what we promise is to keep it real. And bring the truth. Keep it real. And truth is truth. Truth you hear is me? truth. Yep. Truth is truth. And we're only talking about it from our, our perspective, perspective. Yep. how we filter information. We are sisters. Yes. I'm Melanie Denise Cunningham. And I'm Audrey Louise Cunningham. Mm-hmm. We're the Cunningham sisters. We grew up in the 
50s, early 60s. Well, we were born in the late 50s, grew up in the 60s. Mm-hmm. So I would say in terms of generations, we've we've got a pretty good handle on things because we were at the tail of the civil, uh, at the tail of the beginning, beginning of, the of the civil, civil rights, rights movement. Mm-hmm. Then we lived through that. We integrated schools. School. Remember, we was the first black kids to go to mm-hmm. um, St. Joseph's Catholic that? School Saint in Florida. Yep, they had to get to interviewed. Yeah, I had to get interviewed to go in. I remember wondering why God needed to know all of that, yeah. you know, back then. Like, what? That was weird. Why was do awkward. we have to get interviewed? Well, but, you know, I would I would presume, knowing what I know now, it's a private school, so I'm just going to presume that everyone oh, had to get interviewed. You're giving grace, but I'm that's gonna not true. I'm going to give grace. Uh-uh. But they didn't. I, I'm just going to do that. But okay, you're probably well, you right. No, you're right. You're right. Look, you you changing the narrative you're right because we didn't we had to get interviewed because we were the first black kids to go there Mm -hmm. and they needed to know if we was good black kids right whatever that meant but we uh we made it through we persevered we learned how to uh, through all of those experiences i believe we learned how to navigate life absolutely you know even being daddy being an officer in in the army what you in the 70, what? In he was the, in the 60s. Graduated in the 60s. from flight school in the 60s. Yep, daddy graduated from flight school in the 60s. So that's when the Army started integrating. So daddy moved us up in system. Then then we lived in the officer quarters, and we the only black people over there because mm-hmm. all our friends are enlisted. Mm-hmm. So we've had to Classism navigate. as well. Classism. Yeah. We've had to navigate navigate these spaces and then the going you know girl we went to wsu oh well that's a whole nother that's a whole wow story but we took over yeah culturally well we, we had we, a revolution we claimed our space we claimed our space well, unapologetically yeah and did not let anybody um didn't let anybody decide where we belonged yeah, but I think they've they've gone backwards at WSU now. Really? I oh, I really, really do. The stories that I hear from students that that go and you know we're founding members of right. the Delta. Well, I am. You are a founding. I was on the first line. charter line member of the Zai Psi chapter at Washington State University of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. Ooh. And then you came. Yes. Next. So that's history, though, in in the WSU books in terms of us bringing diversity and longevity of diversity to their campus. But no, in my recent visit, back, it's gone backwards. Well, this, it's gone backwards. If one thing that we did there, which I think we do wherever we go, be it, you know, out of school or, you know, in Workplace. our work, work lives, one thing that we do well is we have our own unique presence. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter what's going on around us. We come we come with with openness and love mm-hmm. and we and acceptance and we don't let anybody change us. And we come with a sense of confidence in who we are. Exactly. We are so grounded in our own culture, in family, and our values, and how we were raised with our parents. And so we don't have that. Uh, I'm speaking for both of us. Our our mind is free. Yes. You know, we have love for ourselves, love for each other. And quite frankly, how you say it, you ain't the boss of me. Well, you know, in my mind, right? You're not the boss of my mind. So Exactly. And if you 
if you, when you like yourself, when, I don't mean walking around conceited, oh, look at me, I'm so grand and you're not. I'm talking about when you are really centered in who you are mm-hmm. as a person, because everything starts from there. For f- This is my perspective. The filter, what you see you're f- in life, what you see on the outside, because only... I'm the only one behind my eyes. Mm. I'm the only one. Nobody else can see what I see, when I see it, how I see it, how I process it. I'm the only person on this earth behind my eyes. And because I like myself, Mm -hmm. I am able to give, not just receive. So I come from a place of giving my eyes looks out and sees what do you need, processes, what do you need from me? How can I help? And I'm not just talking about monetarily. I'm talking about I look at every, my eyes see every human being as a possibility that I can help in some way. And mm-hmm. if they need it, I'll be there. Mm-hmm. What's the opposite of that, though? Because you the know, opposite a lot of, of the opposite of that is on. when you have eyes and what you see is what you need. What yeah. can they do for me? I ain't looking for a gold digger. Did I say that? Yes, you said uh-huh. it. Uh huh. But, but that, that's the opposite. That's the opposite. That's the opposite. That's the opposite. And and the and the power. If I could just jam off of that, the mm-hmm. power is in the power of our choice. The greatest power that we have is that God gave us is our power to choose. And so we in in our mind in our brain and and I'm not professing to be a neuroscientist or anything like that. I just know that I have a choice to be nice or mean. Yes. That's absolutely bottom line. Make me monkey. Yeah, and right. The, that's how we used to say it. You gonna make you me. You can't make me you do know, anything. I caught right? myself today. I was in church. Ooh, I'm telling on myself. But I went to visit a church today and there was a, a gentleman there that serves on the same board that will rename name nameless. But we're on the same board and I am just too outdone with the leadership of the board and how the board is um, just managing. You know, they dictate. They come and tell the other board members. This is the executive board. They come and tell the other board members what they done did. Oh. That's not how it works. You don't come tell me that you didn't spend $2,000 and you didn't present any documentation on where that was going and we had no discussion okay. on it on a project that... I've looked through the minutes. I don't even see where we voted to have this project. Mm-hmm. And then you want to get upset with me because I'm asking questions? Mm-mm. When you step into volunteer service, one of the main things that's your responsibility is sound fiscal management. So if I'm on the same board, I ain't going down, I ain't going down for your mismanagement. So you raise the question. And this morning I came to church with that on my mind and I saw him and I just went in like, Uh, I mean, I went straight mm. in and, and then he was kind of backing away, you know, and Mm, I'm chasing mm, him down. mm. And then I had to catch myself. Girl, catch yourself. Girl, I did. Mm -hmm. 
And see, this is where I'm hoping that people, we can talk about how to be accountable to yourself. Yes. Because I saw myself in an instant. It's like, ooh, what is he seeing? You know, what does he see? Melly, what is all about? This isn't even appropriate. Yep. I had to get myself together, and then I did my speech, and then after I went and sought him out, and I said his name and just said, I apologize. I said, I was coming at you for something that you, yeah, you're a part of it, but you're not all of well, it. And I could have done it a different way. And that's that's the confidence. That's where the confidence, you, if you like yourself, then you're going to be able to check yourself. Mm-hmm. And when you check yourself, you're able to apologize and correct course. Yeah. When Because we're not all, always perfect. Nobody's perfect. Yeah. This is Alaska Airlines Mileage Plan MVP Nate Bowling, host of the Channel 253 sister podcast, Nerd Farmer. Hope and I are setting off on a new adventure. We're moving to the Middle East for the next few years and exploring a new culture. Don't worry, don't worry. The Nerd Farmer podcast isn't going anywhere. But do you know what is coming with us? My Alaska Airlines mileage plan. Here's what's cool. Alaska has more than 15 global partners, which allows me to earn and use Alaska miles even when I'm not flying Alaska. So if I leave SeaTac and fly direct to Dubai on Emirates on an eligible fare, I'm going to earn Alaska miles on that flight. That means whenever I fly home, I'm going to be racking up some insane miles that I can use to book future travel. If you have an international vacation plan, check out the list of Alaska Airlines partners, like Japan Airlines, British Airways, Cathay Pacific, Qantas, and a whole lot more. Enter your Alaska Airlines mileage plan number when you book with Alaska Global Partners and watch those miles add up toward elite status on your next trip. My thanks to Alaska Airlines for their continued support of Channel 253. Learn more at alaskaair.com backslash global partners. I'm going to bring it back full circle. You have to like yourself. Everything right. starts with, do you like yourself? When I see people that are mean, nasty, rude, uh, I have someone that I work with, very insecure, always going around, starting mess. I look at them and I go, oh, I feel so bad. Mm-hmm. I feel bad they're for miserable. them because they don't like themselves. They're not secure yet. They haven't taken the secure journey full circle. Because when you're secure with yourself and you like yourself, you don't need to make other people look bad. Mm-mm. You don't need to talk badly about other people. You don't. You just you're trying don't. To, trying to you try dim to their light. Them. Like gotta, dimming their light yeah. so you can shine brighter. Basically, that's throwing shade You got on two you. different lights. Their light's mm-hmm. in the kitchen. Mine's in the bedroom. Everybody mm-hmm. has a different light switch. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter what somebody else is doing with theirs. Is theirs on or off? Mm. I control mine. Let me go back to just this one thing about our upbringing, which is kind of credentials the show, if you will. But I think because we came up in the era that we came up and that with daddy's uh, upward mobility that we stepped into the white world, I think we're uniquely qualified just based on where we lived and how we live to... Um, to really have the hard race conversations. Oh. And, now, and, girl, if they was giving out PhDs, I'd have one in that. Yeah, but what would it be? PhD in? Um, PhD in whiteness. Yeah, well, whiteness is a thing now. And, and see, our perspective is valuable to white people because we have, you know, we've lived the impact, if that makes sense. Yes. We've lived the impact of white people ignorance. 
And so, and it was like I, today. Let me just tell you about today. Just about today, we had okay. a conversation, and uh, and I had, there was a room full of white people, and I've got them talking about this hard race question. And the one lady says, "Well, you know, our congregation is very white, and when and when people of color come in." Like to worship with us new people where, you know, I just want to be like, oh, you know, I'm so excited and I'm so happy. And I run over and I say hi. I said, well, (laughs) that happened to me last week. Mm -hmm. I said, so I would say chill on that, (laughs) you know, for the next time. And then for everybody, please. Don't ask me where I'm from. Oh, dear Jesus. Okay, don't ask me where I'm from. Because what I am uh, committed to do now to every white person that asks me where I'm from, I say, Wakanda. <laughs> that's, that's what I say now. Oh, I like that. And some of them get it, mm-hmm. and some of them don't. Mm-hmm. And I know that you mean well. This is what I was saying to the congregation. I know your intent is not ill-willed. You just got to understand that your whiteness and your privilege and the way you're presenting that to me says that I've got to be from somewhere From somewhere. Else. Why you got to be? I've where are you from? I've got to be from where somewhere. Where you from? I am foreign <laughs> to this environment. And you are, you are thinking that you're doing something fabulous. And I'm looking at you like, oh, Lord, here we go again. Now, I can choose to... Be comical about it and say Wakanda. Or, you know, I could go say something foul and yeah. then we bust the relationship. But that's that's the onus that is put on us non-white people, the pressure, if you will, it's, of your lack of knowledge. Right. Yeah. And sometimes, well, here back to quali- being qualified to talk about this subject. We did, we did live through it. We came up through the perfect timing, the perfect timing perfect storm, of... Yeah. Uh, you know, I distinctly remember when Martin Luther King Jr. was was yep. killed, murdered. I distinctly remember that, but I just I also distinctly remember President Kennedy. Yeah, uh, you know, and we had an affinity. For oh him. my God, we loved I, him. I, I can flash on that day and and see yep. everybody crying and mommy's crying and all of that. But anyway, we're qualified because we lived through it, and I also think that one of the greatest gifts. Our parents could have given us was daddy being in the military, period, regardless of his status, him being in the military. Mm -hmm. Because when you're in the military and when you and as part of the military family, you are in diversity. Yeah. You are in it. That is what our military is all about. Diversity. I remember not. I mean, I had. Friends, my friends were everyone. Everyone, yeah, everybody was our friends. Because what bonds you is, I remember when we moved to the fourth, uh, we moved to Hawaii in the middle middle of my fourth grade, your sixth grade. So we're in the middle of the school year. You're starting all over. Mm-hmm. Where's your friends? Yeah, I didn't I care what color you were. If you would play four square with me mm-hmm. at recess, yep. girl, we good. Yeah, we good. Kickball. Yes. Chinese jump rope you learned. So Chinese jump rope, all of that. Well, and when you live on the base, your neighbors are everybody. 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 Yep. And we all play together and we have the commonality of of kids understanding that you just want a friend. Mm-hmm. And that, I think that set us up for success as well. So you don't, when you start getting older, 
when you're getting in the, when the clicks start in junior high yeah. and high school yeah. and the clicks start. And that's usually when the whole race thing really starts, starts coming in. I up. noticed that um, when we moved here from Hawaii. And we were not always in that cocoon of the military base. Mm-hmm. But, you now, know, they had Kill Holiday. Oh, well, they did have Kill Holiday. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's a whole nother story. We want to talk about a whole nother indigenous story. Yes. And how that came to be. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, we had that common bond of, you know, military and, and mm-hmm. the shared values and all that. When we came out here in the general population, <laughs> that's what I'm going to call it. Because <laughs> we, we didn't was locked live, up. We didn't live we on were, base. We were on the island. <laughs> yeah, we didn't live on. But we yeah, didn't. we got off the island and, and came to the real world. Mm-hmm. And uh, then you start to seeing how things work. Plus the age that we were. You know, I'm moving in the middle of eighth grade. You're moving into high school. And that's when all the little clicks start. And that's when I, st- I started noticing the separation Mm-hmm. separation in the races. Like, well, why do white people at that table? We can't go. No, we can't go over there. Now, these... <laughs> this was said, this was when we went to uh, DuPont and yeah, Lockbond. Lockbond. <laughs> we can't go and over I there. Remember, Danita, I better stop saying her name. <laughs> she was my... She was my first friend. So your friend, your yeah, first friend, your shows, influence shows you. you the ropes, right? Yes, yes. So I got my tray and I'm getting ready to go over to you a table. You gonna go sit with the white people? Well, because they was in my in class, and there was a place to sit, and there was a place to sit. <laughs> you know, there was her spot, and Dania grabs my arm, almost, I almost dropped my tray. No, we can't sit over there. And I'm like, like why? why? We don't we 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 don't sit with them. We don't sit with I'm them. I'm like, but that's soy 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 so from our class. You know, I'm yes. still You're I'm clueless. not connecting you the, dots. Connect the dots. I had no frame of reference. And that's how interesting is that that a brown person of color is saying we don't sit with them. I wonder oh. if they're saying that they don't sit what the hell? Well, that was it, just let me tell too you too much. Here's what I know. Here's one thing that uh, we can teach white people. Mm. If we don't teach them anything else. And first of all, first of all, any white people out there listening, just because we say white people doesn't mean we don't like you. Yeah. It doesn't. I know. When we say white people, people, white people get it really means white behavior. Maybe we should say it, you know, because there's some shared behaviors that that white people have. White people have. That are just there. They are a byproduct of your, of the privilege. Yeah, and let me let me say before you continue, it's to say, if if you're listening to our show and you agree with us, because we're coming from the perspective that racism in America still exists. Yes, that's the perspective that we come. So if you're in agreement, say yep, in agreement. Mm-hmm. And then if you can understand that. None of us chose to be in this system. We were born into the system that was there when we got here because it was it was created and it was very intentional to to um, do what it's doing now. Divide and when us. you let me stop you there. And when okay. you let's let's be clear. When you say none of us, we mean black people and white. People. We mean yeah, all we, of we're us. We're in all. That's we on your side. We're all, still good with you. Yeah, all of us because we we were. Yeah, we didn't choose to be in the system. We choose to stay in the system. 
and that's that's where we're that's where that's we're, we're going to meet you at and and where my strength is as a as a person and my lived journey is that I disrupt the system. I'm a disruptor and an anti-racist movement member and educator. I'm going to do whatever I can to disrupt the system in a way and disrupt the racist system in the way that I choose. Now, now white people that are in denial about what I'm saying, I don't spend my time there. I don't even talk to you. I don't even talk anymore. So this podcast might not be for you. I will not. This is where I turn it off. Mm -hmm. I will not debate. Yeah. My life. Mm-mm. experience as a woman of color Mm-mm. with a white person. Yep. I won't debate it. I just won't do I it. I won't justify it. I, I just won't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's our boundary. We have boundaries. And so it's no harm intended. You know, people try to try to pull you in. Matter of fact, here's a story. I was on the island again, and um, we were preparing the report that we were going to give to the island community on the research, and we decided to do it in a, um, like, in the theater, and we would be up on stage, and we were giving our reports back of what we found. And one of my classmates, white man, I think mm-hmm. he's from Texas, okay. very privileged white man, mm-hmm. Just passing through, we're all gathering, right? And he passes through. Oh, Melly, good to see you. You looking good. Oh, are you gonna sing for us tonight? What? Okay. All right. Now, I have evolved over time, and I just looked at him and walked away directly to my white girlfriend Christy. And it's it is um important for me to say my white girlfriend Christy, who has made herself known to me and and we are in agreement that she is an accomplice in the anti-racist movement. I just went straight to her. I said, "Christy, I got a white man emergency. You need to <laughs> you need to get with him." Here, let me get can, do you have a moment for intake? Oh. Let me tell you what happened and we stop. I let her know what happened and she says, "Okay, I got this." That's I got so this. Perfect. I just look at him. I'm not even going to give you, no you energy. any energy Mm-mm. on this Mm-mm. matter. But you you definitely require energy. And so so my white friends that are doing the work are accepting these assignments cuz yes. I'm going to spend my time and for this podcast uh obviously on working with all people. Yes. But we we do specialize in white people from oh. the black perspective. And let me tell you. Yeah. The, of what's going on? We got to just talk tell to you. you. And when you put the when you so when you you what happened mm-hmm. the, the microaggression yeah, that, that was a happened to you. Yes. Happens every single day. Yep. And but here's what I want to say to the white people. White people listen. So that what my sister just described is a microaggression. Mm-hmm. That that man whoever that white man was, he was friendly. Yes, he was. I mean, I think he had the best intent in the world. Yes, he he did. doesn't even know Mm-mm. what just happened. He did not come he did not come with a sheet on his head. Nope. He looked regular. Yep. His heart is probably good. He's, he's a life coach. He's a I mean, he's probably a very good man. And still a microaggression 
occurred. Yep. So let us let us frame it this way. You can be good, grand, awesome, kind white people and commit microaggressions because you don't know. Yeah. You just don't know. And if you ever get the privilege of someone bringing a microaggression to your attention, mm-hmm. please embrace it. Receive it, is, it as a gift. Receive it as a gift. It is not a debate. It does not mean that you are a mass murderer lurking in the shadows. Mm-mm. It does not mean that you're a bad person and nobody is saying Mm-mm. anything about your character. They're just giving you truth. Receive it. It's truth. Receive it. And so Christy came back to report to me. And uh, she said she had a chance to debrief with him, and he, uh, and oh, and when I, when I asked, you know, when I phoned a friend and got her on the assignment, I told her I said I'm going to predict that he's going to slip into fragility. Oh dear! Immediately, that's my prediction. Mm-hmm. But you go ahead, you know, let me know how it works. And so, with the report back, that's exactly what happened. Mm. He slipped into I fragility. Didn't mean yeah, and what? Why is she so sensitive? Not, and you know the whole thing. That's not what I meant. And ridiculous. I even gave her my seat last oh. night. You know, just we went into all of those things. But see, Christy is in it to win it. All mm-hmm. right, so she is doing the work, and she recognizes those uh, those responses, mm-hmm. and so she stuck with him. I don't have time for that. That and that the work that she was doing with him she got him around the corner she got him to at least to sit with it and I know he's gonna think about it when he's on the plane going back to wherever he's coming from Texas I think but um when I see him again then that that will be that the telling will be... but here's the real deal frankly my dear I don't, don't give, give a, a damn. damn that's girl but wait not my job just back up real quick girl what has he have you ever sang in front of him? Girl, no. So, 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 so. Girl, you're just being messy I'm now because you I know am. exactly no, what because, he was but doing. No, I need. What you need? I need white people to understand this. I have never sang. Let's, so, let me break this down. You have never sang. I've never sang. He does not know you as a singer. He doesn't know me as a singer. So, see, what happened was, mm. white people, I'm breaking it down. If you yep. don't get, I want you to understand what a microaggression looks like. So you got the white man, and then you got the black woman, and the white man has never heard a black woman sing. You pretty much strangers. I mean, we're, no, we're <clears throat> colleagues. I mean, we're both in the PhD program oh, no. together. Oh, so y'all don't seen each other before? Yes, that we makes have. it even and worse. Fell out before. I think too. I'm gonna turn this into a macroaggression. Okay, no, girl. I'm gonna up the. I'm gonna up the scale. You know how That's they have because the... it was egregious. So here he he sees you. Doctoral a, student, a doctoral student, and what is he relating? What he is subliminally relating to, in his mind, is seeing your black skin. You got to be entertaining something. Well, I hope or, he was thinking I was Beyonce. I mean, no, I hate to no, see no, but what that's was, what, but white people. That's what it is. Yeah, I'm why entertaining. Why would he? Why would he? What is any other reason he would ask you that, if you would sing? Okay, girl, let me take it up one more. Just since we're talking about let's this, just let go, me just let's take go it all to the way there, girl. The take top. it. Take it to the okay, top. Okay, so I am the 2018 Greater Tacoma Peace mm-hmm, Laureate. Mm-hmm. Hey, when I won my prize, all as the, the interviews piece, you done, you ain't never sang either. Go ahead, girl. Yeah, go no, ahead. I'm, I'm listening. I'm listening. But when I won the prize last year, 
I got to go to this big fancy banquet in mm-hmm. in Seattle in Ballard mm-hmm. at the Nordic Museum. Ooh, Nordic. Okay, mm-hmm. and it was to celebrate in Norwegian culture. It's called Sinta de Mai. The 17th of May. It's a big cultural thing. The ambassador was there. All the important Norwegian people were there. About 300 people in the room. I'm the only sister girl in the room, the only one. Okay, and I'm there as the peace laureate. Mm-hmm. I think there was one other sister that was working in the cafeteria in the whole building. Okay. But like literally in that room, it was just me. Okay. Now I'm standing there with my Norwegian posse. They got their bunads on and all their traditional dress. I did my little African thing, had my hair. This white lady walks up to me, inserts herself in the conversation now. If you could say we three deep, four deep, she, she inserts her. She looks at me and she says, you are so beautiful. Are you our singer today? <laughs> Back to the singing. <laughs> and once again, oh my God. I step back. What? And just looked at my Norwegian people. I said, Y'all handle that. Oh and my. I just walked away. Girl, girl. Girl, I was the only black person in the room, so Girl. I must have been the oh, singer. must have been. Girl, at least she didn't ask you to bring her some potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been worse. Excuse Girl, me. you <laughs> so extra. I'm sitting over there. <laughs> Can you bring Whoa. my potatoes? But I mean. Girl, yes. I oh, my God. I mean, oh, my goodness. Isn't that something? And, and, to, and to my people's heart, you know, they were horrified. Because they but even got it. They, the they Nordic people got it. The Nordic Girl. people got it. And they got an understanding because I was just talking about what what is it going to be like to go to Norway as a black person, right? I'm the, the peace laureate. and You know how it is uh, when you... That's hilarious. Um, and this is why... Today. This is <laughs> This is why when... this Well, this is us. I don't know. Uh, oh, can we do this disclaimer? We do not speak for every black person in America. Yes, we don't. This is just this our is perspective. This is just our perspective. But that's why when we go places that are different, we say in code, there are going to be any black people there? Any black people there? Exactly. Are they black people there? Or if I hear of a, of a, a country or, or a, a destination that I've never heard of, or if I meet someone from a different country or to, you know, someplace in the United States that's some small town, my first question to them, are there any black, black people, people there? there? And you can tell a lot about white people by the way they respond Respond to to that question. Yes, yes, yes. If you ask a white person who is sitting in white privilege, highly unaware, are there any black people there? They'll be like, they get so flustered. Uh Now, when you ask a white person that is in white privilege, however, is aware of that privilege, they woke. Are there any black people there? They will. You will get a response like this. Well, yeah, there's one family. Yes. you know, so and so and so and so. They can name them, or they'll give you a number. There's four. Yes. Okay, I could work with that. Uh I like that. Thank you. That's straight up and honest. Yes. Straight up and honest. We are having. We are meeting on a human to human. Yes. Level. We are not meeting on a color color per color level. I like that. Girl, let me tell you about just this little thing about going to the island again. Like I told you, Gabriola Mm -hmm. Island Mm -hmm. in in, uh, Canada. 
I raised the same question, and I even asked my cohort, y'all seen the movie Get Out? Because that's why, I, I that's told why you I'm that. curious. That was my concern as <laughs> no, well. I was like, girl, who else going to be over there? But be trapped anyway. on that island being the only other. Don't do that. And you got to take a seaplane to get in there, too. Ooh. You know what? Anyway, all those things that we have to think about. But, girl, why did the Black Whisperer Angel just show up? Who was it? Let me tell you. And I still, to this moment... Don't know how this happened other than God, because I have been raising the question, raising the question. So now I'm on the island, ain't seen no black people. Mm -hmm. And we go to our next meeting was we were going to go hiking in the trail. So we're all sitting, standing around the opening to the trail. There's about 25 people. And as we're standing there, this SUV drives up, parks. A black man gets out of the SUV, stands there like he's surveying. He walks over and stands behind me for just a few seconds. Mm -hmm. And then he walks back and gets in the truck and he drives away. He doesn't say anything. What? Exactly. I received that, honestly, as the black angel whisperer. Because when we got back to the our circle for the day to talk about it with each other, I asked my classmates if they had seen. Nobody saw him. And then I asked my, but my mentor, Abigail, who was across from me, you know, mm -hmm. we were in like a horseshoe. She was over there and I was, she watched the whole thing. And she said, I saw that, Melanie. And everybody else was going, I didn't see that. So I. Who was he? Girl, that's creepy. Girl, I just felt like this was the whisper saying, "You gonna okay, be all right. I, you gonna be fine. I got you. I got you." Ooh, and that so is then creepy. I started going through my pictures in my phone. I'll show you when we're done. But I go through my and I caught a picture because I was just taking pictures, you uh -huh. know, around. And I got a picture. He was he was real, and didn't see him. Can I ask you a question, girl? What? Was you smoking weed, <laughs> <laughs> girl? I'm sorry. Not no. that you do that or anything. I'm just saying that's just a little bit creepy. No. You know, I got to wrap my brain around that. It was the whisperer. <laughs> For real. Wow, I got, that's isn't deep. that something? That's deep. Because that really the, is the, deep. The, the, the First Nation people, the Sinino peoples, um, you know, I believe in all of that. You know, just the roots of yeah. life and yeah. and how, yeah, all of that. And so I had really been going off on the people. They was... You know, I don't know. Maybe they somebody went. I was gonna say, they, black man, you better go. There's one black they girl. They might have hired them, girl. They could have hired him. Look, he came on the ferry. <laughs> no, it's the dude that asked you to sing. He done called up on somebody. <laughs> okay, are we gonna need a black man? I, I don't care. I don't care how much it costs. Just bring him here. Just bring him here. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's um. Let uh, we have gone here, there, and everywhere. What say you for next week, girl? I know you got something for the people. You know what people I'm talking about. <laughs> well, girl, is it my turn to talk about it next it's week? It's going to be your turn next week. All right, girl. Well, you know, I'm just going to stay on my mission to create an anti-racist community. So I'm just going to jump in and talk about anti-racist organizational development or something like that. Ooh, I can't wait. Mm -hmm. I can't wait. It's going to be deep. Until then. What Say You. Peace. Thank you for listening to What Say You. If you have conversation ideas or want to follow up on what you heard, 
please contact Melanie by email at melanie at missmelanie.com. M-E-L-A-N-N-I-E at M-I-S-S-M-E-L-A-N-N-I-E dot com. Channel 253 is sponsored by Alaska Airlines. I'm Nate Bowling, and I fly Alaska. To book your next trip, go to alaskaair.com. This is Channel 253.